The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to facebook.com slash penhighway. That's facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-Y. And mention I sent you. So this is usually kind of a dead period where we're just waiting for the uh, we're just waiting for the draft, but really Steelers is making some moves still. Interesting, interesting moves. The, uh, the, the past uh, couple weeks, uh, they get um, Braden Fahoko, a, a defensive tackle who was with the chargers and Keanu Neal, a safety. And they lose Terrell Edmonds. The Terrell Edmonds one is just really head scratching. The only thing I can think about that is he just wanted uh, he just wanted to change the scenery. He just wanted to get out because he only yeah. signed for like one year, two million dollars worth. Million dollars. That's, that's, Seems like we could have done two million. Yeah. So because they made it sound like it was going to be an issue of matching the money, and that clearly wasn't it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was no. either the Steelers wanted to move on or he wanted to move on. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well. He got the same, you know, it was the same exact situation as last year. He's like, okay, I'm a free agent. And Steelers are like, okay, Great. bye. If you, <laughs> if, if you, if you, if you, if you find something yeah. cool, but if not, you could come back here. Right. And he did. And it's like, and the same exact thing happened last year, this year. It's like, okay, man, we're, yeah. <laughs> if you want to come back cool, but uh, too bad, too bad. Yeah. So, Hey, you know, good, good for him. Hopefully he could, find a, a better situation and we'll see yeah. but um so the the safety Keanu Neal is basically described as not like a replacement for uh for Trell Edmonds but basically basically a like a run stopping safety and yeah. the the tackle Braden Fihoko is described as a run stopping defensive tackle. So they are basically getting ready to play the Browns and the, and the Ravens is basically how I see it. It's, and that's fine. A lot of the players that we've signed have been all about the run. I feel like there's maybe one guy where I was like, Oh, he can, you know, he can rush the passer or he can, you know, uh, you know, be yeah. in the passing game or, you know, against the pass. The rest of them were all seemed like they were all run, like well known for the run stopping ability. So, uh, yeah, that's- yeah. Uh, so that brings us to the draft. Does that really change anything? Really, they're, they're free. All they, I think, all they did with their most of their free agent signings is say we don't need anything. We don't. We're not drafting for need at the draft. We're just drafting for best player available. We got everything Which I think covered. Is an excellent position to be in. I mean, you can't be in much better a position. I recognize that a lot of the people we sign might be considered primarily depth pieces, but but regardless, you're still feeling like you've got a, a solid, pretty solid group. Do you know what I mean? So you're not desperate. And I think that that's tremendous to go in with that that ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it allows a lot of flexibility, right? Like you can do pretty much whatever you want. Okay. Almost anything. Within reason. Right. Within reason. Yeah. But, but I still think uh, uh, cornerback is a priority. Yeah, they got players. They got guys, but they yeah. could really use an upgrade there. So, 
I totally expect it's interesting them. to see what's still hanging around at 17. I, I feel like this draft has been so I, I don't know. I don't remember in recent years feeling like the draft is quite as unpredictable as this one is. You know what I mean? With with this feeling of of players slipping more than you expect them to or some players rising up more than you expect them to and, and teams changing their needs because of their offseason activities. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's a lot of flexibility still. And, and what could happen? I'm hearing that if they were to trade up to get their guy, they wouldn't have to, within reason, like, you know, not to go to number three, but if they wanted to go right. say to Philly, which Lockdown Steelers brought this up, we seem to be buddy buddies with Philly lately. You know, yeah. Maybe we want to trade number 10 because they have a they, they have the 10th pick. pick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, apparently we wouldn't have to give a whole lot up and we would still have the 32nd pick. I don't know how that works exactly, but there, there, I believe that the trade would be 17 and 49 to move up to 10. Right. right. Yeah, so they, yeah. they would still have 32. So they would basically still have two high draft yeah. picks. So, yeah. In that scenario, let's say they do trade up. Who, who, who ideally would you like them to get? Uh, that's, what, that's what I was thinking. That that Who did you say? Uh, that oh, Christian Gonzalez. Yeah, Christian Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's also that. Uh. Was it uh, Skaronsky? Um, Skaronsky. Yeah. Uh, he's good. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. Uh. The the, the thing about the, the thing I hear about the draft is it is deep in cornerback. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's deep in cornerback. Then maybe don't get a cornerback at 17 or 10 or whatever. Maybe wait. Maybe get a tackle or something at 17. Maybe or draft two. Or draft two cornerbacks. Yeah. They can use two cornerbacks easily. Yeah. Before it was with like Senquez Golson and some other dude that like both of them were just total trash. They they like drafted them back. It was like literally back to back um uh selections were both cornerbacks. Right. So, you know, not that, not that I suggest they do that now, but you know, they could. I mean, they could, yeah. Yeah. They have almost everything covered. I mean, they don't need a defensive lineman. I think they could really use one. Right. Um, yeah. Especially, you know, you know, Cam Hayward is long in the tooth and uh, you know, but but you know, I think I think cornerback is is the big need, and mm-hmm. yeah, they could use a tackle, but they could like we could live with Dan Moore, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, especially because it's you know such a pass oriented league, you know what I mean now, and in the division that we're in, you know, they're all about just throwing the ball all over the yard, you know what I mean, and we just don't have the we don't just don't have the DBs aside from Fitzpatrick, you know what I mean, like who else in that group is like oh yeah he's awesome <laughs> you, know yeah. what I mean? you right. almost need a shutdown corner you, you need one and and i sort of feel like to get one via the draft you know what i mean especially if, the, if it's a first round you can get the four years with the fifth year option yeah get him cheap and he, he may be if he's awesome he may be a guy who's around for two contracts you know what i mean yeah or, or three contracts, you know, for the, a career stealer, maybe, you know what I mean? So I sort of, I'm not like- as enamored with the Joey Porter Jr. pick as like everybody else in Steeler no, no, no. Nation is, but I will say that if, if it was the right 
situation where he was available. Do you know what I mean? Where we weren't giving much up to get him or we thought he was still going to be available at 17. I don't hate the idea because I think he's so familiar with the organization. I think that that does have like a little bit of a benefit to it. Do you know what I mean? So I don't, I don't hate it. I don't, you know, love it as much as some of the other guys, but I don't know that we'll get those other guys. You know, so if we really need a corner, like who's that leaving behind? You know what I mean? I like him better than some of the other options that come behind him. We won't know for a couple of more years. And and obviously, if he doesn't go to Pittsburgh, we're going to, we're still going to, Steelers fans are still going to be like, you know what I mean? Watching him. I'm, I'm hearing from a source that a source of mine has a third round, a third round grade on Joey Porter. Whoa. So I, because I I saw he was ranked at like 16th or something on the big board. Right. Yeah. I mean, again, it's, it's like the Steelers had a, had a first round grade on Mason Rudolph. You know what I mean? And that was right. Really. Right. So, I mean, you never really know, but. Right. But I mean, if that's really what the scuttlebutt is, is he still around at 32? And then maybe that's a reasonable place for him. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. Of course, you know, we have no idea, but um, I don't, I don't hate him as much as some of the guys that come behind him. I don't want to get him just because he has Steeler ties. Right. Yeah. I do think he has some, some talent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've seen him going anywhere from like 11 to 20. Right. You know, so he could be there. He might not be there. I don't know. I, I, I've just there, there, there's so many variables. There, there's so many, you know, there's so many th- crazy things that are going to happen. Yeah. Seventeen's a good place to be because, you know, you know, every I, I love when it's like, well, maybe maybe uh, the quarterback Richardson will will fall out of the first round or something like get out of here. It's a quarterback. He's right. not. Come on. It would don't not be surprise me if the first five picks are quarterbacks yeah. and, and no, some trades up for them or something like that. Yeah. It would not surprise me at all. Um, and, and, and if that's the case, you get a lot of and, and a lot of players like that, then that, that's going to be more players available to the Steelers. And then right. there's that whole Jalen Carter thing. Like, like he could he could easily fall to the Steelers. And then, th- then that's a really right. interesting dilemma. Where should the Steelers take him? I, I, I don't, I don't want him. If he falls, I don't want, I don't want him. I, I think if he falls to 17, there's something that people are seriously seeing wrong with that kid and, and, and there's serious concerns and, and I don't want him. I mean, this isn't draft day, the movie where people are just being, you know, egotistical and blind. Th- this is real. And, and I, I think they know. And, and so, yeah, I think if he falls to 17, that, that he's not worth the risk. There's other yeah. players. And him coming out and saying he doesn't want to meet with any teams that are outside the top 10. Well, that's his, I'm sure that's his agent trying to like shush the rumor mill. Right. But it, even still, like, please, like, get over yourself, buddy. Right. Yeah. I feel exactly. like not drafted him just because you're a way. jerk. Like, don't get me wrong. He was through, he was going through a lot. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, life happens. Also, going yeah. through a lot of his own making. That you can like persevere and that you can. You know, yep. not let be mature player or as a you know as a person. Yeah. The you dude has a, the dude has a million red flags. Not just a million. Not just the, the cockiness. Not just that 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 issue he went through. No. I heard that basically he needed to be babysat. Like he needed to be reminded, hey, it's time to go play the game. Yeah. That's yeah. who you want. That's what you want as your professional that you're giving millions of dollars to. That's, that's not a good so- fit for the Steelers. He can go to the Raiders or somebody else right, that like yeah. to take guys like them. That's yeah. not yeah. Dallas. Yeah, he'd be perfect for Dallas. 
Oh, Jerry oh, Jones. He's a, he's a like shoe in for yeah. Jerry Jones will babysit him all day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah, yeah, no, I don't know if it's you know I don't know if it's going to be true. I have sort of this gut feeling that this quarterback class is going to end up being total crap. All of them. I, I well, the top three. I sort of feel like Anthony Richardson might end up being total crap, and I, I feel like the top three guys are not going to be doing this thing, you know. There's yeah. a there's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of questions there. That Bryce yeah. Young is about the size of this Commander Riker action yeah. figure. Yeah, it is. He is a tiny dude. And listen, tiny dudes don't work in the NFL. No. Russell Wilson was an anomaly, and Kyler Murray is kind he's of an anomaly. Yeah, but he's hurt he's half the time, and that's the thing. It's like, and that's why. Yeah, in part, yeah, because you're because you're tiny. Because he and, and yeah. he's really tiny. He's like, yeah, he is. <laughs> he also, I thought, backslid a lot last year from where he was the year before, and I think that's a bit concerning. I recognize that there's a lot of turnover at Alabama with players leaving for the NFL every year and all of those things. But you know, you're definitely replacing them with quality people. It's not like you had five guys go out for the draft and now you got no one on offense. You know, your next man up at Alabama is as good as the man who left, and right. uh, I don't feel like he had that and you know i'm an alabama fan and i don't feel like he had that last year and you know it's a little concerning mm-hmm. and richardson reminds me of a better version of malik willis malik willis yeah. has amazing tools but zero good experience and you yeah. saw what happened when he had, had to play he was a deer in headlights mm-hmm. so yeah he might have the great physical tolls but at some but you're not ready yet he's probably a year or two away yeah right stats are 510 194 right so you know he's probably like five eight and a half about 182 right right <laughs> i know how those measurements work i know uh, what men do there was that there was that picture he took with Mina Kimes, who is just a tiny woman. Tiny, and they tiny looked at the, the same yeah. size. I'm like, oh my God, this is the worst possible thing that could happen to this right. dude. <laughs> right. Terrible. Terrible. And, and she's like platform. Right. And she's like, I was with you. I was like, what do you care? This lady, you're you're Don't a tiny woman. Shush. Right. Exactly. Shush. <laughs> making it worse. <laughs> um Jerry Dulac, who, if you don't know, is very well connected to yes. what's going on. Sometimes he he calls things way before it happens. Yeah. He, in, in, in the chat last week, uh, someone said, who is your uh, top cornerback offensive tackle and defensive line? I saw that. He said, cornerback Kaylee Ringo, t- tackle Darnell Wright, defensive line, Brian Breesey. I could tell you they love two of those guys. Somebody, one of those two are going to draft it. I thought the same thing. Um, you know, he said something else interesting. Not. Yeah. Who? I, hope it's not who. Right. A Ringo. I mean, I hear, oh, Ringo, yeah. I hope it's not until, uh, I hope they don't reach for Ringo. If they reach up for him. Yeah. No Ringo kidding. would be like at 32 or maybe even 40. Yeah. Right. He, he yeah, wouldn't be like at that, 17. You know? Certainly not. Yeah. The other thing Dulac said in that chat that I thought was interesting was somebody asked him, I won't get the wording exactly right, but does he feel like Matt Canada has reflected on last season and made like significant change? Like he's aware of his shortcomings, something along those lines. And he was like, 
no, not at all. And he's like, and if he doesn't change, I think he's out of here at the end of this year. And I thought that was interesting because I don't know, you know, I would expect like the the scuttlebutt from inside to be a little bit that, you know, we're adapting, we're growing, we're learning from our mistakes. You know what I mean? We're, we're yada, Kenny's yada. getting ready. You're hearing all these things about individual people, but you're not hearing like the unity of the, like w- what the system is doing. I was, I expected more of that given the concerns. I know the Steelers don't speak out about a lot of stuff like that, but you still expected like something. Um, I don't know if it was that chat or some other chat or something that I saw, but basically someone said the weak link on the Steelers offense is Matt Canada. Oh yeah. They have the talent, but, but, but that thing, and that really ticks me off. If, if it's like, well, if he doesn't have a good year, he's gone at the end of the year. So we have to put up with another year of crap. Another year of it. Right. I don't get the point of what good that does, Kenny Pickett. You know what I mean? People go saying, well, it's bad for Kenny to change offensive coordinators. But it happens all the time. It happened to Trevor Lawrence. Not that he's like blown the world up, but he's survived. Mm-hmm. It, it happens to people all the time. It happens. It happened to Kenny in college. It happens to people all the time. And they they adapt and grow. I mean, you're you're playing football. It's not like he's learning a new game. Right. Yeah. And you would think it would be even more difficult to change a coordinator after two years. Yes, yes. Right. Saying, like it doesn't make any sense to me. So if he screws him, he teaches him bad habits for another year or the wrong way to do things or inhibits his growth for another year. How does that benefit Kenny Pickett? Like, I don't know. To me, if you see the writing on the wall, you got to just cut him loose. So that mm-hmm. I hope that tells me that they see something in him that no one else sees. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I think is interesting, and I don't know how I misunderstood this. I presumed, and maybe I just read it and then didn't. You know, I had the blinders on for the rest of the thing I read. Brooke Pryor reported, and this was a while ago, Brooke Pryor reported that he literally signed, his contract was up. He literally signed a one-year contract. They signed him to a new contract. If you read- I thought he had a three-year contract. No. I thought this was the last year of his contract. They surely didn't bring him back. What's up? They they surely didn't bring him back. Is that something they snuck in somewhere? It had to be because they were saying it was his, I mean, what's what everybody was reporting was that he was on like a three-year contract and that was his, this would be his final year. And then people thought, well, they won't let him go. Yeah. They're cheap. Yeah. So they'll, they'll keep him in. Okay. Okay. It he says did. he signed a one-year contract extension last year through 2023. Yeah. yeah. So he, he could have been gone. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah, wow. reported this in January. How did you never really hear anybody talking about this? The news was always that he was, that it was his third year of his contract. They were just retaining him. Yeah, they just, yeah. yeah. No, they literally said, they said, hey, man, Canada, we want you for another year. Like, what is that? And that was right around the time that, remember, remember it was reported that, that uh, yeah. Rick Talman was having personal issues? Like, yeah. Like, there's some kind of personal emergency. It was sort of yeah. That was the personal <laughs> issue. Hey, Mike, we're bringing back Matt Canada. Oh, I, I don't feel good. Right. Yeah, so means... sick. Right. Yeah, I thought he got better, tough. Coach Tomlin said in his end of year press conference, just like our team got better. We have some work to do, but largely I thought he got better. Yeah, we all heard him say that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, 
you know, the excuse his first, uh, Matt Cannon's first year was, well, he had been in a bad offensive line, so he can't do much. And then the excuse last year was, well, he had a rookie, so he couldn't do much. Like, what's the excuse going to be this year? It's right, right. No excuses. There's no excuses. I was so mad. It makes me so mad in retrospect. Every time I think about it, I get fired up at how much garbage everybody threw at Ben, you know, that he was difficult. He was a diva and, you know, he had to have everything his way and we were losing because we couldn't run Matt Canada's offense. And do you know what I mean? All of these things that people said, and then you watch him also go through Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett and not be able to do anything with either of them either, unless they go rogue and call their own Mm -hmm. plays just like Ben did when we won. And, and I'm not really a Ben apologist either. I mean, it was time for Ben to go. I'm not a Ben apologist. And 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 to Ben's credit, he has his own podcast now. He easily could trash Matt Canada. And every time Never he has got. a chance to, he actually has nice things to say. Like, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. taking the high road. Cool, man. Oh, yeah, that, exactly. that man found God and he has taken it to heart because he is a better person than I am. <laughs> anybody. I would be in there spilling the beans. I'd be like, look, I got an audience of like 200,000 people now. Let me tell you the real truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he's when it's time, when it's time for him and he's up at the pearly gates and they're looking over all of his good deeds and bad deeds. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, you did you did say nice things about Matt Canada. Okay, we'll let right. you into heaven. Right. Actually, that might be why they sent him to hell. Be <laughs> 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 um, like, he's not here. I don't know. Look, I grew up Catholic. My my priest always said God was a Steelers fan. So he might be really angry about that. You go to any church in the Pittsburgh area on a Sunday, if it's uh, if it's, you know, the the late Sunday morning, people are wearing their Sunday best and their Sunday best is a Steelers jersey. And and, and don't 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 knock that because that Steelers jersey is the most expensive piece of clothing they have. So it's more than any any suit that they're wearing. And a lot of like, okay. I'm going to church. I'm 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 eating the body of Christ and the blood of Christ, and then I'm going to a tailgate. Yep. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm drinking Schlitz or whatever. Even even the, even the priest, you know, he's got a Steelers jersey under the cloth. You know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He's got the Steelers jersey underneath it for sure. Uh, Father Bill, my my childhood priest, used to tuck his terrible towel underneath <laughs> of his vestments on. Sundays during football season. No lie. It was part of like the, the good luck thing. And if we lost the game the next week, he would come in and he would say like, he forgot his terrible towel <laughs> and back at the rectory and didn't have time to go get it. And it was his fault. We lost. I watched the Super Bowl against the, the Packers in a church basement with a priest. And let me tell you, that was pretty darn interesting that's awesome. I didn't know priests could get that angry. Right. Yeah. They swore too. They curse. <laughs> I, I, I did. I, I was waiting for curse words. I didn't hear any curse words, but okay. oh right. man, he was, yeah. he was upset. We were, well, we, we were all upset, but yeah. let's just say there was no special, um, there was no uh, special dispensation for Rashad Mendenhall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no prayers for him that night. In honor, in honor of uh, draft day, there's a there's a note I have here. Uh, Joey Porter, no matter what. There you go. That's yeah. the, the draft day. Right? That's um, the draft. That's a great movie. I remember they're, they're like, we didn't draft the quarterback because nobody came to his birthday party. That, yeah. That's that's yeah. the that's, that's the, the kind of draft. Yeah. That's the, the, the draft analysis like you him. want. 
his friends don't like him. Right. That's why we didn't draft him. I actually just rewatched that movie. We were, I rode up, flew up to Pennsylvania, got the last of my stuff and drove it back down. And when I was waking up early in the morning, I turned the TV, it was on. And, and so I got hooked rewatching it while I was eating my breakfast before I hit the road again. It's not bad. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. And Kevin Costner's in it, so yeah, doesn't hurt. Kevin Costner. Yeah. Kevin Costner makes everything better. He does. Um, yeah. I don't watch Yellowstone, but uh, apparently he's the main reason to watch Yellowstone. I don't know. Do you watch Yellowstone, I Allison? I do. I do. It took yeah. me a few episodes. It took me like three or four to really get into it because at first I was kind of like, I don't really know if this is my. Thing. I tried. I tried. I it tried. Looks like- very no knock on stuff like this, but it looks very country to me, and that's usually not my jam yeah, i'm not like, usually a country person either but yeah i don't yeah i tried on people that I, that is their thing it's right, just not mine right. I, I i just couldn't get through the first episode yeah i just yeah, yeah it's just not my thing um do they need or do you think wide receiver is something they'll draft for or they kind of have to now they didn't get to, it's right? one thing they didn't get like you got to get someone in the first four rounds i think but yeah. you keep hearing all these, all the analysts talking about, you know, like people keep forgetting about Calvin Austin. And I feel like it it depends on what the organization feels like they know about Calvin Austin. Like, what have they seen from him? Do you yeah. know what I mean? What do they think about his recovery? What have they seen from him? Where do they think he stands? I mean, he certainly had the potential. I sort of feel like if they draft the rookie, you're in the same position that you are with Calvin Austin. You don't yeah. know. Yeah. You don't know. So then you got a competition. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But they didn't re-sign Steven Sims, which I was surprised about. I was sort of waiting for that to happen, and, you know, he went to one. Yeah, I thought he did well. Better than he did in Washington. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they didn't – and so I sort of felt like that was a – and with the Claypool trade, you know what I mean? Yeah. It felt like we – okay, well, this is – you know, they're definitely going to – they're going to definitely take one. And it's so Steelers' way. I'd I'd be shocked. Shocked if they didn't take one by at least the third or fourth round, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're gonna do take you, maybe two. Maybe two. Do you think there's any chance they'll go for that Addison in the yeah. in the first round? I think, think it's definitely possible. Yeah. I think it's possible. Let's go. Let's get let's get Joey Porter's kid. Let's get Kenny Pickett's buddy. Who right. the second the, the, the 49th pick? Let's let's pick somebody else's buddy. Let's just go all friends and family. Friends and family draft. Let's go. Friends and you got an aunt that looks good in yellow. Come on to Pittsburgh. Let's go. <laughs> right, all yeah, the yeah. Steeler connections. If he falls to 32 or 49, you would think that it would be really if tough. he falls to 32, I could see us doing it. I hope we wouldn't go up to get him at wouldn't right. take him at 17. Oh no. oh no, we'd be the laughing stock of the league for years. But there's people out there that are like seriously arguing for it on Twitter. I'm like, what are you, what are you smoking? Because that's just not, it's not realistic. No sexy first round picks. We've said it over and over again for a whole year. I've been saying it. Mm -hmm. It needs to listen. We're done with the sexy picks. We're done with the meat and potatoes. You want a tackle or a cornerback or a defensive line or something like that. Big boys. Or or that safety from Alabama. Who is what's his name? Is that Branch yeah, or whatever? Branch, Brian Branch. He can play everything. Back he there. can. He's incredibly talented. We're just gonna take. Corner, so. I like that though. 
I like that though. You know, we had Curry on on our podcast um, this past week, and he talked a lot about how that the defense is changing. Do you know what I mean? And the evolution of these more athletic guys at linebacker and safety and cornerback. And so I think those hybrid guys are like him are are really interesting. I think you can do a lot with them. Mm-hmm. He is not just a safety. He could be a slot corner. He could be, you, you could throw him all over. Yeah. Yes. He's like yeah. a Swiss Army knife. Like we could get him at, uh, sort of feel like we could get him at 32. Right, right. I thought Aaron he was Curry higher than that. Aaron Curry's the current linebacker coach for the Steelers. Yeah, our new one. Oh, we just yeah, hired. Exactly. And you just, and you just, dang, you guys get the best guests. I am so jealous. Dang. Dang. Nobody likes me. I got I, no offense to you. I guess I I, 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 I end up with. Uh, what are we chop liver? No, you're. I, no, you're. I, I can always count on you guys. Projected at twenty four says what this says. Okay. That the, the Jaguars have him mocking at him at twenty four, but I've seen him going higher than that. I think it's just going to depend because on yeah. the PFF forties, he's rated the fourteenth best player do you know what i mean on their big draft board not that that's the gospel right right yeah i'm not that crazy about trading up but i would kind of like to trade back a little bit yeah and get like an extra second round or a third round pick or something like that i think that would be cool Mm -hmm. i don't Um, hate that depending on what we really want to do at first round yeah (laughs) yeah um another thing that scares me is they say, yeah, there's a lot of depth in, in in the cornerback position, but do you really want like another freaking project? Yeah. I would rather have someone that's polished and ready to go. Yeah. Yep. Yes. I don't want another yeah. another cornerback draft disaster. Bust. Yeah. So many yeah. of those. So many. That's why I'm scared. I, I agree. I'm a little scared. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's scary. It, it's it's scary. It's scary that there, I mean, there's 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 Christian Gonzalez. There's the the Illinois dude. I think Witherspoon's his name. There's yeah. Joey Porter, and then there's uh, Banks from from Maryland, and that yeah. really scares me. Is because I don't think has any good player ever come from from Maryland. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm sure they have. Let's see. Can I get this? I think so Matt Canada. Anthony McFarland was a, was McF- a yeah, that yeah, says a lot. I think about so Gonzalez, Devin Witherspoon, Joey Porter Jr., Cam Smith from South Carolina, Kel- uh, Kelly Ringo from Georgia, Deontay Banks from Maryland. A lot of people like that Banks kid. They think that. I mean, I've seen a lot of people say that they wouldn't even mind seeing us pick him at 17. I think he's more of a 32 I and, you know, maybe not your day one starter, but I, I, I think it's all like how everything falls, but, but I've, I've, I've seen a lot of the mocks taking the yeah. Steelers ba- take banks yeah. yes. at 17, yes. just because um, I think it was Kuiper that just did one because I covered it for Steeler nation was one of those mocks just had him going to us. Cause I covered it for SN. Uh, Stefan Diggs, Stefan Diggs, and uh, DJ Moore, who just got traded to the Bears, they're from University of Maryland. So, Maryland actually has produced a couple good people. You You know, what's interesting? I read a quote from some Bears dude about what does it say about the fact that you know they had they traded for DJ Moore, like that they're that the package included DJ Moore, 
What does that say about Chase Claypool? Right? Right. I have seen Bears fans talk about Chase Claypool and like, oh, we're so excited. Oh, he's a, and somebody said, oh yeah, he's big. And he's going to get those jump balls. And I almost had a heart attack. Like I almost laughed myself to death. Like, you know, yes. we thought that too. You're so, you're that, that's so cute. Have right, fun. Right. That's cute. Yeah. We said yeah. the same thing once upon a time. The only thing I'll say, and we just didn't see it last year, but you know, you, you hope that sometimes maybe it just wasn't a good fit for him in Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? We've certainly gotten players that mm-hmm. haven't done well somewhere else and they come to us and we managed to unlock some untapped potential in them. So, you know, wish nothing but the best for Claypool. So I hope that the situation is a good one for him, but yeah, I agree with you. We certainly didn't see that. And I don't know. I guess you have to fake the enthusiasm, fake it until you make it or something. If you're a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be pissed if I was a bears fan. Oh no. no I mean, I, I would yeah, you, like not, not knowing least we did just like, the Trojan horse number on them. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did. Yeah. Just think, just remember there were two teams that wanted chase Claypool. One was the bears. One was the, one was the Packers. We said, you know what? We'll take, we'll take the Packers second round pick and not the, I mean, the, the bears second round pick and not the Packers. That would have been yeah. like between the, the, yeah. the beginning of the second round and the end of the second round. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be very interesting considering that's the first pick of the second round and considering that they only do the first round that one night, what's right. going to happen on Friday if the Steelers are going to get trade offers and if they're going to it's act going to be on a crazy them. night. Yeah, it's going to be a crazy night. Oh, some crazy person's going to fall. It's like, oh, my, my yeah, God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. feel like if they do trade that 30-second pick, they're going to get a boatload, and then they're going to laugh. I can but see if it. They do that, it's all about what they do with those picks. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they make the most out of it. Yeah. Yins will be writing an article in a couple years, um, and the title will be, how Chase Claypool helped the Steelers win the Super Bowl. Yes, yes. I swear, I'm telling you, I said that to somebody else not too long ago, that we are going to be talking about, like, you know, the six degrees of separation, the Chase Claypool trade, and, like, how that led to this, like, spiral of events that led to us winning the Super Bowl or becoming a dynasty or something. Absolutely. They'll trade that 30-second pick for, like, three Hall of Famers or something like that. Right. Just- or how the Chase Claypool <laughs> trade went, you know, turned one bust into seven pro bowlers yeah. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Oh, love it. Love it. Um, yeah, it's 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 going to be exciting. It's going to be crazy. And it's just, we're, what, about two weeks away? Two, No, three weeks away. Three weeks so 23 days 23 days so yeah very very exciting all right guys yeah i'm i didn't mean it to sound like like i have a settle for for having you guys on. Did we, know. Mean that. we know what yeah. you meant right. we know yeah. we love you, i Joe. i am lucky no i i try to get people they don't want to come on but i have you guys and a few other people that I can yeah. always count on. And I have much better time with you guys than, than other people. Yeah. We have a better There's time other people. with Alex Highsmith. So, yeah. Don't lie to him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, hey, thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye, Jim. Jim. We'll see you. Bye, Allison. <laughs>